Welcome to the Market Beautifully Podcast, a show where I offer marketing advice for lady entrepreneurs who crave to crack the code when it comes to getting noticed or expanding their brand online. I'm your host, Haley, and I can't wait to chat with you about what I have planned for today's episode. Free presents are awesome, and I want you to have one. So good news, if you're not currently using ConvertKit in your business, then you can sign up for a free 30-day trial at marketbeautifully.com slash ConvertKit. And then once you do, shoot me an email at chat at marketbeautifully.com, and I'll hook you up with a free present that may or may not involve Skype and me and you and an email marketing plan. If you have no idea what ConvertKit is, it's an email service provider that sets you up to scale your business and automate sales. I use ConvertKit as my email marketing tool to generate consistent sales and leads every single month. It helps make my marketing a little more effortless so I have room to think big picture and be the CEO I need to be for my team and I. If you want a free 30-day trial of ConvertKit, you can sign up at marketbeautifully.com slash ConvertKit. And again, shoot me an email at chat at marketbeautifully.com or DM me on Insta once you sign up and I'll get you hooked up with the free present. Now then, I'm so glad you're here, not only because I feel like we're friends and I love talking to you every week on the podcast, but because I'm interviewing Kyla Sims, and she spills some Pinterest secrets that she has used and is using in her business to get to the 7,000 plus following she has on this platform. It's good stuff. So let's go chat with her now. Hey, Kyla, welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here and so excited to talk all things Pinterest with you. So before we dive into the amazingness of Pinterest, tell us more about you, your business, what you do. We want to hear all about it. All right. Thanks for having me. Yes. Um, I am a Pinterest strategist. I don't call myself a Pinterest expert. I am by no means a Pinterest expert, but I fell in love with Pinterest um, in 2011 Mm -hmm. and it like changed my whole life. Um, So, you know, I kind of, I had like a catalog, you know, addiction to like Pottery Barn and um, Mm -hmm. decorating. And when I found Pinterest, I was like in love, like do it yourself decorating. I started Mm -hmm. going to thrift shops. I started like picking up dressers on the side of the road (laughs) (laughs) and painting them and Then I started to notice, you know, these income reports that people, that bloggers were putting out. And I found like amazing bloggers. Um, I was really into, you know, home decorating, thrifty decorating Mm -hmm. and found these amazing bloggers. And I was like, they are making a ton of money. And it was mostly like affiliates that they were doing back then, um, affiliate income. And I was like, wow, like, you know. I had a business for eight years, like let's back it up a little bit. I had a business for eight years and I made aromatherapy products for dogs. Oh, wow. But How unique. Yeah. So, but I had to like make, you know, I mixed all my own ingredients. I poured all the bottles. I did all the shipping. I did all the marketing. Mm-hmm. It was really labor intensive. And when I found these people that were making like this passive income, I was like hooked. I was like, right. how can I do this? Um, so I ended up closing down my product business, my product-based business and about two years went by and I was like, you know what, I'm going to start a dog blog and, you know, try and make money with affiliates through Pinterest. So that was like my goal. I set it up 
and um, I optimized for Pinterest and I just, you know, I just had to learn everything. So that was about four years ago. And I was in Facebook groups with other dog bloggers and a lot of them were struggling with Pinterest. And when I found a strategy, you know, I read everything I could. I never took a Pinterest course. I just, um, all do it yourself, you know, trying things and seeing what works. So when I would find a strategy that worked, I got so excited about it that I went <laughs> yeah. into the Facebook groups and started telling people like, this is what you need to do on Pinterest. And, so, and I wasn't making any money with affiliate income. Like, let's just put that out there. After a year, I, you know, I wasn't focused on figuring out how to do that. I was so in love with trying to get more traffic and I never built my list with Pinterest. That was something I didn't do either, but um, I was so focused on the traffic and I was getting a lot of traffic from Pinterest. So I found things that worked and some lady um, wrote in a comment, she was like, you should get paid for this. And I was like, oh my gosh. And that's like when around the time when I started finding out about info products and people oh, yeah. selling their knowledge online. And I was like, maybe I could get paid to do that. So that's kind of how my business started. And I kind of went away with the dog blog. I held on to it for probably way too long, but um, I started Dish Out Social in 2015. Yeah, in January 2015, I started and um, I made, I created a course, a free course for people. And I eventually created some paid products. So that's what I love to do. I just love to help people, you know, grow their businesses with Pinterest. Nice. I love and, all that, that awesome transition. Okay. Yeah. So DIY, I feel like I started out that way too. You just go ahead first and you figure out what works and you try everything. The, right. the first thing we always kind of get caught up on, I feel like, is our profile or maybe we overlook this. We might more think of the pin. We go straight to the pin instead of start at the very beginning, which is our profile. So right. let's start with just the branding of our profile. How would you suggest that we approach branding when it comes to board covers when it comes to our logo and our pro like all of that awesome pictures branding stuff right okay so um i recommend that for your profile picture it should be something that is a headshot because yep. those those circles are so tiny and if you have something you know that's it looks you can't really see what it is so a picture of your face, if you can do that, no logos. I don't think unless you're a huge brand that you should do your profile picture as a logo. Yeah. Um, also, I think that let's just talk about board covers because there was a lot of issues with board covers a while ago when Pinterest changed the oh, sizes and yes. people were having so many problems. So I say that you don't need to make your own branded cover images. Um, what you want to do though, is try and find pictures that all kind of have a similar look to them. Like if you want black and white pictures and it's really easy, you just go into your board and you click edit and you can change the, um, you know, you can pick a pin. The, the image has to live on that board for you to pick it as a cover image, but, um, you can do that and make it kind of cohesive. Mm -hmm. It looks nice, but a lot of people are on mobile. So if they're browsing Pinterest on mobile, they don't even see um, your, I mean, they see your board covers, but it's most likely not a huge, um, you know, sticking point for if someone's going to follow you or not. I say 
that when you're optimizing your account, you want to think of your customer avatar or who you're trying to reach and make your boards, you know, interesting to them, what they want to know, what they're into. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, if you're, for example, if you're a gardener, you know, you have a gardening blog and you're trying to reach other gardeners, then you want boards that all relate to gardening or even it could be something, um, you know, as um, you know, recipes or vegetables or all relating to right. gardening because when people are looking, you know, when they follow your board, you want those people that have the same interests so that your pins will show up in their smart feeds. Mm -hmm. You want people who are pinning what your content is about because Pinterest is, it shows related pins, you know, based on what you've been pinning for the past couple days, right. you know, then they start showing those pins. So you want followers to be interested in what your niche is or your topic. Yeah. So that's like my best advice is to, you know, keep boards secret that um, have nothing to do with your topic or your customer avatar. Oh yeah, right. Whenever we go in first thing with one of our Pinterest optimization clients, the first thing we do is do keyword research based on their audience. That way we know how to craft whatever keywords they're searching for into right. the boards that are going to be shown on their Pinterest profile. Because at the end of the day, if you don't have boards that relate to what your audience is searching for, then your Pinterest is just not up to par, right? Because Pinterest is right. a, a search engine, and obviously a lot we all know that. It's not really a social media platform with a search engine. So love, 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 love that advice. I think let's dig a little bit deeper into how we find out what boards that we should be putting on our profile. Like how would you suggest going about that? Um, I would say that the keyword research is, is a really good start. Um, you really need to, you know, dive into – people who are following you, maybe you mm -hmm. could go see what they're, you know, if you do have followers, um, go see what they're pinning, what their boards are about. Um, you know, things usually, if it's something that you're interested in, you know, and you're a gardener and you're trying to attract other gardeners, then it's going to be, um, something that they're interested in as well, probably. Um, so yeah, I would say that the keyword research within Pinterest is the place to start and um, browsing boards like you can a lot of people don't know you can search by pins you can search by mm -hmm. boards you can search by pinners so another thing I tell people is have your keywords in your profile name um, you can use your business name your blog name if you want you can use your first name but always have one or two keywords so that people who are searching for somebody like themselves um, will find you so that's um, a really good tip too. A lot of people don't do this enough. So that helps getting followers as well. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. And, you know, now with the new smart feed, Pinterest is making all these changes. And now within the feed, they're showing boards within a feed, not just pins. So you see like here and there where it's a board. And I really right. like that because they can follow that specific board. Yes, yes. I always recommend to people um, – in my 10-day Pinterest course, I recommend that you follow individual boards and not entire accounts of people mm. because that really gives you a curated feed as well. So you're not getting all this junk in there, too, that you don't want to see. So, Smart. you know, if people have boards that are off topic. So, yeah, I like following individual boards. And when someone follows your individual board, it counts as a follower on your account as well. 
So it doesn't matter if they follow just one board or all of your boards, it counts as a follower. So it's um, a good strategy. So what about our profile description? I feel like there's a lot of different ways that you can go here. Is there kind of some formula that you suggest? Um, basically tell them what it is that you do, right. what it is that you um, can help them with. So that's kind of like my formula is in using, trying to weave those keywords in there as well um, is a great thing to do for your description. And I like to also put, I know that the links aren't clickable anymore in your profile, but um, when you go to location, I believe, I haven't done it in a long time, but I think when you go to Pinterest location, you can put in um, a link to a freebie. I suggest a freebie for people who are trying to build their list, um, but you can just do your website as well, your blog. Right, so. and now I've noticed that if you change the website link within your profile description, then your website's unconfirmed. So yes, oh yes, 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 it does that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go and see here. Yeah, Pinterest is always changing. It is, and you know, uh, you know, about a year and a half ago, everyone was like, "Oh, put a freebie there," and then all of a sudden, I was like, "What the crap?" You know, I had my freebie and it was it was performing, but then my website would be unconfirmed, and that messes up your rich pins, which right. is just a hassle. You know what? Yeah, you are right. So what I have here is I have a Bitly link in my um, in my profile, and people can copy and paste. You'll be surprised that people might actually go to the trouble of copying and pasting it if they want to okay. get um, your your freebie. So you want to you know um, write a description about what mm -hmm. the freebie is about in your um, in your profile. So yeah, I just say, you know, get your free Pinterest course here and I have the bit.ly link. So yeah, but you're absolutely right. I totally forgot about that because I did that in the beginning too. And I was like, oh, you can't do that. Right. But yeah, that is a clickable link. But I think that if profile. you, because what you did, the way you crafted that was get your free Pinterest course here, which yeah, if you know that you're going to get a free Pinterest course, you're going to take more there's more of an opportunity to take the trouble to actually copy and paste than right. if it was just, oh, you're going to tell what you do, and then at the end you're going to put a bit.ly link. Well, then why would they, they copy and no paste? Right. right, so I love right. that you said exactly what your description said. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it can't hurt. Yeah, <laughs> right? well, perfect. I think that that is a good basics for profile and get your branding down. Make sure you have a profile picture of not your logo of a headshot. Love that advice. Mm -hmm. I know some people are – back and forth with that so that makes it easy don't use your logo there you go you yeah. have to use a picture yeah. of yourself so show your pretty face <laughs> and uh you know do a keyword research for your boards i think that's really important and like you said you know that helps with your follower number as well and then do your descriptions wisely and strategically use the bit.ly link all of that is so fantastic now let's move into yeah. group boards so many people are so intimidated by group boards Oh, it's my favorite thing about Pinterest, and it's the number one thing you should do when you get started on Pinterest. That is Love it. absolutely, if you're not going to do anything else on Pinterest, you need to do this because we all started at zero, yep. right, yep. followers, and um, it's it's tough, but, you know, there's 200 million users on Pinterest, and there is a way to get in front of all those, not all of them, but <laughs> in front of, um, you know, your niche. Mm-hmm with the group boards. And I have some strategies that people starting out with group boards can use because 
it's hard. It's hard to get that first invite. That is like the number one um, struggle I see people going through when they're trying to get on group boards. Number one is how can I find group boards? And number two is I've emailed every group board owner and I can't get an invite. Like, what do I do? So um, my advice is to, when you're starting out, I know that people want to reach for those big follower boards, you know, with That's tens true. of thousands of followers. But when you're first starting out, I want you to look for group boards with less than 50 contributors, not, le not less than 50 followers, but less than 50 contributors. And the reason behind this is because people are trying that have less than 50 are usually trying to actively grow their group yep. board yep. and they will advice. be more um, inclined to add you to the board when they're in growth mode. Mm -hmm. um, you know, boards with over two, with over 100, 200 contributors, those people are like, oh my gosh, another request. And, you know, they're not, they've already grown their group board. So that is my best advice is to try and find those group boards. Now, how do you find the group boards is my method. I know that um, a lot of people say pin groupie, but pin groupie is for boards that are ranking higher those smaller group boards aren't going to show up on pin groupies. So go into the Pinterest search, type in your niche, um, your topic, whatever keyword you want to do. And after that, put group board or group boards um, and search under boards. Make sure that you're not searching under pins or pinners. You need to be clicking that board mm -hmm. so that and all these boards will come up and you just have to go through them and kind of weed through you know, um, what you think and craft that email um, and try and get invited. And once you start that ball rolling, you'll be surprised how it just kind of, um, you kind of get more and more and more group boards. So, so question, what yeah. if like, so let's make it a little bit more specific. Like could we do business group board in the search bar? And then we, if we did boards, it would only show up business type group boards. Um, Yes, like you can do blogging, Blog, like for yeah. example, if you're a blogger, you can do blogging group boards. Yes, mm -hmm. you don't. Um, I wouldn't get too specific with group boards. I notice that, you know, when people get really specific, like um, my group board is about, um, you know, making money blogging. So all the pins have to do with making money blogging. And that's a little too specific. Um, so you want to get in a general category. Um, but you want to make sure that you're in your topic, you're in your niche. I had right. somebody who was selling baby, you know, not selling, but talking about breastfeeding and bottle feeding and like children. And she wanted to join my girl boss group board. And I'm mm -hmm. like, that's not really a fit for you because the people who right. are following that aren't into that. They're not going, it's not going to do you any good. So yeah, you got to yeah. get in your, in your topic, but yeah, yeah go broad, cast your net broad first. Good advice. Good advice. So I like that you mentioned pen groupie because I see that everywhere when people say, how do you find a group board that'll be effective for your business? Oh, just go to pen groupie, you know, yeah. but I love that you, you said that's not always the best strategy because, and if you don't know what pen groupie is, it's basically just a website that lists out a lot of group boards that you can join. But I love this strategy because going to the search bar, you're going to get more results you're gonna probably have to sift through a lot but I think it'll be mm -hmm. so worth it because man group boards are so effective so let's talk a little bit about how group boards work on Pinterest and how it kind of relates 
to the algorithm? Like, how does it help you kind of get more in the smart feed of other people? Okay, so the way a group board works is um, you have the group board owner, mm -hmm. and only their followers or people who follow that group board will see your pins. Um, so you want to go to, when you go to find a group board, you want to go all the way, there's little circle profile pictures on the right, mm -hmm. and you want to go to the circle profile picture that's all the way on the left, the right. first one. And you click that, and then you can see how many followers that person has. Um, you can see how many followers of the board when you're on Pinterest, it will show you that. Um, so followers, so your followers won't see this board. Um, and all the other contributors followers won't see this board unless they specifically go and follow this board. So you don't really have to worry about, you know, spamming in Pinterest isn't really a thing, but I know a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, like I feel weird pinning the same pin 10 different times in 10 different group boards. Is that going to, you know, overwhelm my followers? Is it going to look like spam? So you're, when you're in a group board, you're targeting those followers of that board. Mm. So, um, and yeah, it's usually people who are following that board are interested in that topic and they're pinning things within that topic. So your um, pin should show up in their smart feed. But another great thing about group boards is you can piggyback kind of on the clout. I call it Pinterest clout or power pinner, mm -hmm. um, the group board owner. You kind of piggyback on their clout and you can show up in the search. You can get way higher in the search um, by piggybacking on a group board owner in a group board. Um, I've noticed a lot of times that my pins that show up in the search are not pinned to my boards. They've been pinned to a group board that's really working well. So um, that is a good thing too. Okay, yeah, good to know. Um, man, I feel like with group boards, just to clarify, so whenever you are pinning to a group board, it doesn't necessarily mean the other people that are also part of that group board that are contributors, you're not going, your pin is not going to be seen in their audience's feed. It's only going right. to be seen in the people's feed that are following that specific board. Right. Cool. Correct. Okay. Awesome. I just wanted to clarify that for anyone that was unclear because I know, I feel like a year and a half or two ago, it was whenever you joined a group board, you were seen, your pins were seen by the other people um, that followed those other contributors. And I feel like that's shifted a little bit, or maybe that was just talked about a lot more. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was ever that way. Um, ever since I've been on Pinterest, whenever you follow an account, you don't autom automatically follow their group boards that they're a part of. Um, if they have their own, if they started their own group board, then yes, mm -hmm. you will be following them. But um Another great thing to use group boards I want to mention is getting your pins in front of influencers on Pinterest. Mm -hmm. And if you, once you have the ball rolling with group boards and you want to try to join those other group boards where you can find influencers, you just go to an influencer's account and look for the group boards that they're a part of and try and get in those group boards. Um, I think the reason why my followers have skyrocketed so much in the past couple months is because Mariah Cause joined Girlboss. Um, and so my board, my group board lives on her account. So, you know, that's great exposure for me 
and the fact that she's seeing my pins and um, you know other influencers that I've invited to the group board are seeing my pins as well. So that gives you a chance of getting a viral pin because if they you know happen to see it that you posted it and they pin it to their hundred thousands you know of followers, that gives you a great boost in Pinterest. Fantastic. So how do we use group boards as an actual strategy? Like what's the strategy behind group boards that we need to be thinking? <clears throat> well, I say the more, the merrier. The more group boards you can join, the better off you're going to be. Um, okay. Because I say the strategy is to promote your pins regularly. You know, when I first started on Pinterest, I thought I would just pin it once and it would circulate <laughs> and circulate. And that was all I needed to do. So I think that group boards really allows you to promote your pins way more often than you would be able to within your own um, boards. So going forward, um, a simple formula I like to use is um, say that you have, and I like to do multiple pins. So I say that if you have one blog post, you should create three pinnable images for that blog post using different um, you know, headlines, you know, make them different. And so say that you have 10 blog posts and you do three pins for each of them, then you have 30 pins. Right. So you would pin that pin one, that single pin one day, the next pin the, ne the next day. And so you would have 30 days that you could pin something that goes back to your blog. So, and then you just start the cycle over again. But the great thing about say that you have 10 boards is that you can reach way more people. So that one pin, you could pin to 10, 10 different times in a day, right? Mm -hmm. And the next pin, you pin 10 different to 10 different group boards. So you're pinning it 10 different times in one day. And I, I like to say, you know, you shouldn't repin something more than once every 30 days, but that kind of changes up. That's kind of like the rule of thumb. But if you have a fast moving board, if you have a board with 200 contributors, that board is moving really, really fast. So I would say if that's the case, then pin, pin your pin, um, repin it in two weeks or 21 days. Um, right. So yeah, without, you know, and you have to see the group board rules and follow those rules. Maybe you can only pin two things a day or one pin a day. Um, no duplicates within 30, you know, every 30 days, there's no duplicates. So um, you have to be aware of that, the rules, because you can get kicked out. <laughs> so I wouldn't want that to happen. So um, yeah, see what the rules are. And then, but yeah, I mean, if you can pin something that goes to your site every day for 30 days and just keep that cycle going, you just kind of repeat it. It's a really great way to get that boost and get that traffic. Yeah, those, that's, that's a really fantastic strategy and tip now managing your Pinterest every single week. I feel like a lot of people see Pinterest and it's overwhelming. And so they never really dive in to actually spending the time to manage it such as they would going into a Facebook group and collaborating or going on Instagram to reply to other people's Instagram stories. That's more of what they like to do. And so they never actually take the time to sit down on Pinterest and put it as part of their calendar to do every week. So can you just kind of talk about how your Pinterest management routine looks like every single week? Sure. So I spend, um, I don't really spend a lot of time on Pinterest. I do go into Pinterest and I will pin things, but I have automation set up 
um, within Board Booster. I do have a Tailwind account as well. Um, and Board Booster actually, I have it set up so it's automatically pulling pins from different group boards that I'm a part of. So I'm really careful on what boards, and a lot of people don't know that Board Booster does this, but you can set up Board Booster so that um, any board, and it, it doesn't even have to be a board that you're a part of. It could be like, say that I like your marketing board. So you have 200 pins in your marketing board and I say, okay, Board Booster, I want you to pull those pins, you know, maybe one pin a day or two pins a day out of that board hold it in a secret board, and then I want you to push those pins into my spe yep. specific boards, okay? So my strategy is all automated. And I check in and I make sure I check into those secret boards and make sure that everything is on topic. So I might check in um, every day or every other day and just make sure that the pins that are going out are on topic and pins that I want other people to see, right? Sometimes you'll get a pin, but if I know the group board and I know that it's quality and there are quality pins in there, that is, that's how I do it. So I will go in and I'll, I'll browse Pinterest and I'll pin some things on my own or I'll put some things in my secret board. But um, I love Board Booster for that feature because Tailwind doesn't have it. And um, right. I would just say to anybody starting out that um, pinning daily is key that's going to um, help because Pinterest is going to promote pinners that use their platform on a daily basis. So um, you really need to be doing that. And a lot of people ask, you know, why am I promoting, why am I pinning other people's stuff? But the whole reason is, is because you want to get your Pinterest clout up. Like I yeah. talked about earlier yeah. is you want to get those repins up and it, you want Pinterest to see that everything that you're pinning is valuable to your audience and they like what you're pinning. So the only way Pinterest knows that is if you're getting the repins and the click-throughs. So, and even having that on somebody else's content, it helps you and your content get higher up in the search and in the um, smart feed. So how so. many pins do you have go out every day? Like just scheduled, like not even pulling from other well, I guess pulling from other people's boards, but how many right. pins do you have scheduled going out every day? Um, I do about 50 to 60 right now yeah. every day. Um, I recommend people starting out. I know it can seem overwhelming. Like, how am I going to pin 50 things a day? 10. Try and pin 10 things a day. I mean, seriously, if you're in the mommy line, you know, you can get on Pinterest and do this. If you have, you know, followers that are in your niche, if you followed the right people, Pins should pop up in your feed that, you know, you should be able to easily add to boards and 10 pins. You could do that in, you know, five minutes. Mm -hmm. So, but I like people to use a scheduler because another thing is having those pins go out at different times during the day. I mean, you can pin all 10 at once, but they're probably not going to get seen as much as they would if you pinned two in the morning, you know, three in the afternoon, five at night or something right. like that. So, you know, we can't expect people to be doing that. So I recommend automation all the way. If you really want to get serious with your Pinterest strategy, you need automation. Oh, for sure. I agree. Yeah. So you're yeah. pinning 50 to 60 times a day. How does your board booster campaign look like? Like, I know you can set up different campaigns. So, and I know you talked about board booster automation. So how does that look like in your, on your Pinterest 
Board Booster account? So my group board automation um, within Board Booster, yes. I have, I say that if you want a board to appear active on Pinterest, I don't know where I heard this, but I just kind of stuck with it, that you need to have three pins per day going um, into a board for Board Booster to, I mean, for Pinterest to think like that's an active board and to actually show it you know, yeah. like you said, how they're showing boards. So um, I would say start out with three pins a day. So when you're setting up your board booster, you pull in all your boards and then it makes a secret board that goes with all of them. Board booster is really not user friendly. So board booster tutorials are good for this, but I'll try and explain. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, you have a secret board or I don't think it's called a secret board anymore, but that's the way it looks on your Pinterest account is it yeah. has a dash and the same name. So that's like your holding place mm -hmm. for your scheduled pins. So what I do is, um, you know, I put three in to go into the board. So I have like a main secret board that feeds into my group boards as well. Mm -hmm. So I have my blogging resources board that all of the pins that come from my group boards get put into my blogging resources board. And then I have board booster pulling pins to my group board. So I set up, I have like over 40 group boards. So I set it up to do at least two pins a day with the faster moving boards and boards that don't have any um, rules on how many you can pin, I would probably say I pin five, no more than five a day to a group board. And I try and mix in a healthy mix of my own pins if I can. But basically what I do is I go in and schedule my own content to go into the group boards. I don't have that like pulling from my dish out social board or anything. I usually go in and I set that all up. So um, once a month, I will go in and I will schedule all those pins to go out. And Board Booster just feeds out, you know, you can put all of them in your board. You can put 50 pins in your board, but if you set Board Booster to only send out two, that's all it's going to send out. Mm -hmm. So you can mm -hmm. fill out that board as much as you want. If you have an hour, uh, you know, to set aside once a week and fill up that board, it's great because it can't, you can say how many times you want it to, how many pins you want it to pull out yeah. and you can have them going to different boards and your group boards. So, well, yeah, um, we have a rule here at market beautifully that if like my team knows that if all the secret boards in my, in my Pinterest account has to, be, or the secret boards that are feeding, you know, into my other boards, they have to be at 300 pins every single time nice like every That's week awesome. we have to make sure to keep them stocked up and yeah you know it's kind of like I don't know yeah you just need to make sure to keep them stocked up because they can easily get low so if you just spend maybe two times a month or something stocking them up makes you feel like a deep breath of fresh air and it's all automated so it's nice yeah yeah it is it's um it's an amazing tool so yeah I love automation so you have one big secret board that feeds to all of your group boards. Yes. Okay. So like my blogging resource board is usually where all the pins get pulled from the boards that I set it up to pull from that aren't my own. Mm -hmm. But another great thing about that is, you know, with group boards, you want to be pinning content from group boards that you're a part of as well to keep that um, a healthy you know algorithm and keeping the board up and showing up in people's smart feeds 
Um, so the more activity that's on that board, the better for you when you go to pin something. So um, where was I going with that? So <laughs> you have, um, yes, yeah, so that automatically is doing that engagement kind of for me in my group boards. So I only pick the ones that I know have the best pins in them, the best contributors, and um, that I don't really have to worry about, you know, kind of like a pin that goes in there that has a broken link or that spam. Um, and so, yeah, and that pulls the pins in and then I'm repinning them. So yeah, it goes into my blogging resource board and then I set up to pull pins out of that as well, which is kind of like, I mean, I know that that's probably over a lot of people's heads. <laughs> And that, that's why I think a lot of people go to Tailwind because they don't understand how to really set up Board Booster. Mm -hmm. um, so I do go over that in my paid course. But um, yeah, a lot of people are like, what are you talking about? This and that and campaigns and feeding boards. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is a lot. <laughs> yeah. But to even know that that's possible, that you can just set it on autopilot, kind of set it and forget it. Um is amazing. amazing. Yeah. Is. Okay, so you have just to clear so you have secret boards that feed into each board basically. Um mm -hmm. so you're stalking all these secret boards that are feeding into your live boards and they're pulling different numbers of pins to your live boards every day. And then right. you also have a big secret board that feeds into all of your group boards and then your content is being manually scheduled to those group boards as well so that you have a healthy mix. Is there any other kind of campaigns that you have in Board Booster that I missed? Um, no, I don't think so. I'm trying to think because I don't go into Board Booster a lot. I just <laughs> check my emails and make yeah. sure that there's no like exclamation points, nothing's low. Um, but no, that's basically how it's all set up in Board Booster. Great, awesome. You got it right, yeah. Well, I think that's that's a cool strategy. I know that sounds a little overwhelming to do 50 to 60 pins. What I heard at first was that Pinterest, well, not requires, but Pinterest suggests you pin eight to 11 times a day. When I was doing that, I was seeing very slow growth, very, very slow growth. And then when I started pinning around 50 to 60 times a day, I'm, I was getting quite a bit more followers and I was getting more steadily increasing which was so great to see but I feel like also Pinterest is really hard to get followers and so what are your tips and suggestions on actually getting followers on Pinterest and getting that growth to where I guess in a little automated strategy for getting Pinterest followers if that's even possible yeah um, I just did a live stream actually last week on awesome. this very topic because I'm kind of getting frustrated with people saying, you don't need followers on Pinterest. Followers don't mm -hmm. matter on Pinterest. Pinterest is a search engine, but you know, it does help to yeah. have followers. Oh, yeah. It never hurts to have more eyes on your content. And you know, yes, it is a search engine and people can find you through the search, but it, it just adds to it if you have the followers and you're you're showing up in their smart feed because if you go about setting up your account in the right way then you will you will have those followers that are interested in what you're pinning and um the best way i think to find followers is number one like i said before having those keywords in your profile name so people can find you when they're like i want to follow somebody who does blah 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 you know they 
will put that in the search and you will pop up. So that helps with your followers and getting those um, specific followers that are interested in what you are pinning, right? And the live stream that I did, I talked about a strategy that I use that is to open up a group board, your own group board. And um, you make it a requirement that people have to follow you in order to get invited to this group board. So um, my strategy on that is to open up a group board, find in your Pinterest analytics, which board or board booster has this too. I think Tailwind probably does as well. Um, what your most popular board is among your followers and then open that board up. And a lot of people say, okay, well, how many followers do I need? I don't have a lot of followers. I, mean, I can't open up a group board yet. No one's gonna wanna join because I don't have any followers. So I'd say if you have 500 or above, that's a great time to, to open up a group board. Um, and go in, you can invite people to join your group board mm -hmm. as well. So go in there and invite every influencer, every blogging friend um, within your niche, right? Right. And invite them to pin to your board. Um, I did this and I was so shocked on how many influencers actually accepted my invite and decided to pin to my board. I can't, unfortunately, I didn't write it down how many followers I had when I started, when I opened up my group boards. It was, I'm thinking it was around a thousand, nothing crazy. Um, I'm almost at 7,000 now. So I invited Mariah Cause, like I said before, and it, she just accepted my invite this spring. And that was, I think in May was the year like anniversary of me starting my group board. So it took her almost a year to accept my invite, but she did. And I have, um, I can't even think of all the people I have on there, but you're in the board. I am, so, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I have a ton of influencers in there and that's great exposure for my board and my mm -hmm. account because it lives on their Pinterest profiles, on their right. account. Um, so when people are looking for group boards, usually that's one of my strategies too, is go to the influencers, see what group boards they're a part of and try and get in on those group boards. Mm -hmm. So that's really skyrocketed my followers um, because people want to join that group board. So that's um, a pretty cool strategy, I think, if you want to get your followers up. And, um, you know, having a group board isn't a ton of work. It's not like having a Facebook group. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so I know a lot of people are put off by, oh, geez, <laughs> I don't know. I want all that, you know, having to go in every day and monitor. But if you get good people on your board, if you're sure to, like, weed out those people. Right. Like, I always go to somebody's Pinterest account and see what they've been pinning um, before I – invite them to the group board and see what, you know, kind of pins that they're pinning. So mm -hmm. if you're sure to do that, and if you can just take a couple minutes to go to someone's account and it takes, takes literally a minute to go and add someone to your group board. So um, it's not a lot of work and you could get a, a lot of followers um, from that strategy. So yeah, I think really having your, your Pinterest account optimized with the keywords so that you can get found um, as well as your boards so that they can get found with the key, you know, always have descriptions with keywords in your boards as well. Um, so that you can get found by people who want to, you know, follow you mm -hmm. because you're pinning good stuff, good content. Yeah. So what about the actual pins that we're pinning? Like, is there a certain type of design or something that's going <clears> to <throat> promote more of a higher click through rate that you've seen? 
Um, you mean when you're designing your own pins? Yeah, yeah. Or just, yeah. Um, I think that, you know, with Pinterest being so visual, obviously you have to have something that stands out in the feed, whether that be um, a catch, an eye-catching image or a color that really grabs your attention. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you have to have that compelling headline, especially as bloggers. I know some people on Pinterest don't even really need compelling headlines. They do mm -hmm. it visually, right? So, um, yeah, you need to have those two things. I say either an eye-catching image and the compelling headline, or you could even have like a pattern, a pattern background mm -hmm. or a solid color, maybe some geometric, you know, qualities to it something, anything that stands out. Um, and I think that I like personally, and I don't know this from like, you know, doing research or anything, but white space, I think that you need a lot of white space. You don't want your images to appear too busy because it just, you know, all that just kind of deters people from right. even looking at it. So if you can just have one headline, you know, and, um, you know, have white space around that, that works as well. That's good. I have seen, or I've kind of, well, I don't try to use buttons anymore because if you promote the pins with a button, Pinterest says, nope, you can't use buttons. So I've tried to at least put one pin of each three or five different designs of a blog post with a button just to have a button. But then mm -hmm. I've also seen that I've made like a custom cursor icon and then that way it promotes the click through of the pin. And that's oh, been cool. really interesting to test. Yeah, there's been like some little things that I've been testing out. So I need to like make a list and then do a live or something over all these little things that I've tested out. But there's some really cool, cool, nifty, creative things you can do to really promote that click through. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, if you have a freebie, if you have a content mm -hmm. upgrade, you definitely want to put that on the pin. And yes. if you can get a little image of it as mm -hmm. well to put on the pin and say, you know, there's a free, you know, right. Pinterest course, there's a free download. A lot of people will click through just to get that freebie. So yep. you want to make it really clear on your pins that you have that available as well. Yeah. That really helps. Man, Kyla. You're so incredible. This has oh, been such great you. information. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, I just, you know, like, I just love this stuff. I live and breathe <laughs> and eat Pinterest. So, um, Pinterest yeah, is I'm always, yeah, it is. I mean, like, 90% of my traffic comes from Pinterest. If it wasn't for Pinterest, nobody would know about me. If that's how <laughs> you found me, that's how it everybody is. finds me. I mean, I don't, Unfortunately, I don't do Instagram. I don't get on Twitter much. I have a Facebook group, but, um, you know, this is pretty much it and I love it. So yeah, well, I, I love think what that you're doing. You're, thank you. Yeah. I think if you're not on Pinterest, then you're just missing out. You're missing out. I agree. So I agree. Pinterest is like this hidden gem of traffic and it's just incredible. So thanks so much for talking to us all about the, the, all these amazing tips that you have. You have a, just amazing knowledge whenever it comes to Pinterest. So I'm so glad that you came on and got a chat with us. So where can people find you? Obviously let them know where they can find you on Pinterest, but anywhere all else, right. let everyone know where they can hang out with you. Okay. So on Pinterest, my handle is Dish It Out Social, and you can find me at dishitoutsocial.com, and you can find my Pinterest course if you're interested in the 10-day Pinterest course, which is completely free, and it will really help you get a solid foundation um, for your Pinterest. It is 
bit.ly at Pintastic Skills Course. Perfect. So, yeah. And we will have links to her Pinterest as well as the free Pinterest course in the show notes at marketbeautifully.com slash podcast. So go check it out there if you're running or cooking or something and you can't uh, immediately go follow her or go sign up for the course. Just go check it out at marketbeautifully.com slash podcast and those links will be there. Thanks so much again, Kyla, for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me, Haley. It was fun.